What's going on, everyone? And welcome back to Split Screen D&D, the place where we are attacking all things Dungeons & Dragons from both sides of the screen. My name is Tom that's Quinn. It wasn't that very good. <laughs> What's that? It wasn't very good. It was, it was decent. I appreciate was, that. You know, it was... Uh, I, I, I was feeling... I was yeah, feeling thanks, good. man. You know. My name is Tom Quinn. Resident Dungeon Master here at Modern Myth. And I'm Josh Winans, resident player character and butcherer of intro themes. You know, I, I, one of us had to do it. And uh, <laughs> I try. You know, you know, sometimes I, it's I got next. I got next. <laughs> um, no, we thank you guys so much for joining us. Uh, we really appreciate you being here. And before we jump into today's topic, if you could do us the absolute solid of jumping on in, hitting us with the like, hitting us with the subscribe, drop those comments down below, tack that little bell if you want to keep up with what's going on here at Split Screen. Uh, and by the time you're viewing this, the Rakish Rovers will be live. So wow. if you're already here on the channel, maybe check out the actual play and uh, give us a little, uh, your two cents over on that yeah, side. Yeah, yeah, yes. Hopefully you enjoy it. We. It's it's been a long time coming, so All right. Um, but no, I think let's uh, let's jump right in. The this this is a topic that I think uh, there's a lot of people who go like, no, 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 don't, mm -hmm. don't, don't, I don't touch that with a forty foot pole. Uh, the topic is the DMPC. Yes, which um, is... and I think this probably right out of the gate does need uh, defining because okay. I, I really think that there are ways in which you could define this that it's like, why would anyone have a problem with that? And there's ways you could define it that immediately seems problematic for the players sitting at your table. Okay. And, um, as a player, I guess I'm going to just shoot straight over to you as a player. Right. Like if you were, if you, if you were looking at two characters that I'm running, yes. How would you determine that that one is a DMPC and that one is just a regular yeah. old NPC? Yeah, yeah. Um, for me, a DM NPC usually travels with the party and shares in the adventure. An NPC is usually staying, like, interacting a bit with the party, but not really. If the even if they are traveling, they're usually, uh, you know, not participating in uh, the adventure, so to speak. Right. Right. Yeah, I think that that's. Uh, I think that's a as reasonable a starting point for a definition as as we need. Um, and I think with that in mind, um, that really already hits on the head kind of some of the important considerations from a DM standpoint with right. regard to, like, if, if I have a DM PC traveling with the party, engaging in the adventure, the adventure that I know... <laughs> you know, I, I at least know the, the plot points, you know, mm -hmm. I may not know how you're going to get there. I may not know. You may just, just go, fuck this adventure. I'm going over here. Right. You know, um, there, there are obviously some inherent pitfalls to yes. having a character, you know, it, almost in the same regard of dividing player and character knowledge mm -hmm. is like, that's kind of a, a, a really, really big ask as a DM to have an NPC mm -hmm. or a DM PC in scene who is engaging in that adventure and not uh, not doing so in a way that that betrays the fact that 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 technically that DM NPC knows everything right. that could possibly transpire here. So and, yeah, I see that there's a, a lot of pitfalls I think, and that is one that jumps to mind because um, we talked about this in the in the lore episode. Check out the lore episode. Ooh, gotta yeah. do it. Uh, where we're talking about how as a DM sometimes it breaks your heart. When you can't have that, these your your players find something out, right? Well, now you have this this character who can divulge this information unrequested. You could somehow just bring it out. Yes, 
And that must be, I can only imagine how tempting that could be yeah. at a lot of times. Well, and I think you highlighted, well, let's call it point one. Or if I was, I'm going to make a bullet point list. I'll, I guess I should start by saying I'm a huge fan of DMNP well, or DMPCs. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, I think that they have always been a successful element at our tables, mm -hmm. but I also think that there is a, there's basically a list of constraints uh, that you really need to keep on your DMPCs. Okay. Or they will rapidly do you as a DM a huge disservice, or I should say you will do yourself a disservice with them. Right. Um, and they will they will rapidly make the the game less enjoyable for your players or not enjoyable at all. Right. And the, I could see like certain times where it might be advisable. Like if you have the wise old mentor who's traveling with the group. Okay. Especially for the group of new players well that could be huge that's something great to hit on is a d i think there's there's all sorts of if you're introducing a new group of players to the mm -hmm. game there can there can be a double-edged sword but that might be a great place by which to have a, a dmpc in in the mix again yeah. you just just maybe have them in your mind as hey this character might well be willing to go on this adventure with them but if you sit down and these new players have totally grabbed the reins and they're crushing it yeah Cool. Why the hell am I going to send someone? With, you know, <laughs> right, but, right. But having that that option, having that tool, right, uh, in your back pocket. But I, yeah. before we before we leave it, because I I, I want to make sure and hit on what you yeah yeah you're talking about the the uh, dissemination of lore through mm -hmm. a DMPC. Yeah. Um, and I don't remember the exact verbiage that you used, but oh, I think it was that 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 DMPC could could disseminate that lore. Uh, without being asked for right it. right that would highlight very clearly one of the number ones do not use do not use your dmpc as a the party is struggling and i have the mm. answer for them right uh, and specifically the unrequested side of things right if the party turns to them and goes hey aren't you from this part of the world like mm -hmm. do you know any of these people do you know Great. That's the party utilizing the DMPC as a tool at their disposal. Right. But if if you haven't given the party the chance to ex execute the avenues that they naturally want to execute before right. turning to a DMPC, you you are you're cutting out a huge portion of their opportunity to engage with the world in the way that they would be if there wasn't a DMPC. And I think that's yeah. should be stated as the goal. The goal yeah. should be if there's a DMPC, is that there's vast portions of time where kind of sub sub they only exist subconsciously with the party they kind of vanish yeah amidst the party making all these decisions um and i think there are some great places to allow them to enter the scene but it certainly isn't to grab the reins and go wait didn't you guys see that cave entrance over there and they're like no we didn't see a cave entrance what are you talking about like yeah they didn't see the cave entrance that's it that is what it is you right, know so right. um but uh, anyways, I, I want to let you. But I wanted to make sure and hit on that. That yeah. that they content from the DMNPC. I'm sorry, DMPC uh, should be disseminated at the party's request. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. And I think that's a, a good place to start, anyways. As right. A, as and a, this, gosh, I, I was a constant. There's probably plenty of like I was just thinking uh, when we were in we so um, <clears throat> we've been very. I, we our table absolutely loves uh, Tom's DMNPCs. We've always. Uh, treasured them as he murders them. Uh, which, I mean, I, I, well, I, I think, well, okay. Yeah. No, uh, which DMNPC has lived a long life? There we go. Well, <laughs> I'm going to say, I think Reek lived a pretty long life, all things considered. He rolled 10 levels with you guys. Uh, he did. 10 levels. You know? He did That's... until 
That's no joke. <clears throat> anyway, <laughs> but we um, I remember when we were in the hook whores area, and we were trying to figure out how to drag, how to lure out. I think it might have been to lure out the hook whores, or we we're trying to lure out something. And he recommended setting up a trap, which none of us. So my question for you in this moment was, oh, he's from Cholt. He was a hunter. He knows like how to lure out things. Or was it a pacing thing? Like these guys are spending like 45 minutes trying to think of this. Well, I think you do you do highlight one of the values of a of a DMPC being in scene is it's a far more seamless way of managing pace mm. when things begin to lull than introducing a, a big explosion that draw, you know, it's like right. you know, um, but uh and, and the, the moment that you're referencing, um I, I guess a caveat for, for that, or, or what I would say is the, I think the recommendation for setting a trap mm-hmm. um, is kind of a, let's call it a shell recommendation. I would never go to the point of laying out how I think that trap should be set or how right. I think that's um, no. And I think, yeah, I mean, certainly speaks to his character kind of with, with who he was. Right. So it makes um, sense, but I, and I think ultimately you guys decided that you were going to take some of the meat, uh, yes. you know, some some of the badly chopped up corpses from the murder box. And uh, and, and so the we're, thing is, is that we're such a gross party sometimes, <laughs> man. But I think that's that's a good example of of those. Th- those details are not for the for a DMPC or or I guess we can even scrap the DMPC from that phrase. They're not for the DM to suggest. Right. Um I I was I can't remember which stream there was a, there was a uh a stream that I was watching and at one point the DM laid out three specific options. And I just remember going like that it just struck me as so odd because it was such a weird. Right. Oh uh, gosh. Yeah. That just brings like using your DM NPC to railroad. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I and mean, I, I, yeah. I think that that's um, we've been kind of hitting around. But oh my gosh, really? Just like, hey, you can either go in through the front, you can go in through the side, or you can go underneath the lake, kind of a thing. Yeah. It was kind of a and, and yeah. I just kind of I remember I was really uh, taken taken aback by it because it just it struck me as just a a really yeah. Uh, odd way for a dm to engage with the table at, at large but um no and i think so th- i mean that's a that's a, a good example i might even go so far as to well i guess it kind of depends because i know that at i remember at the time you guys were kind of running down like how how exactly do we want to tackle this yeah um and i think a few different options had been thrown out right um, and we were spending a long time if i recall correctly trying to figure it out yeah i and like i said i i actually don't remember in the moment what my uh, motivation was. There's some, there's some part of me sitting here now. I mean, not in that moment that might go so far as to say like, that might've been a bit of an overreach. Mm. You know, pa- pa- like I said, I don't remember what I was thinking in the moment. Right. Um, I definitely know. Absolutely. I'd be saying it's an overreach. If I suggested how the trap should be, what sh- here's the steps. To, no, you know. cause I just remember you saying like, Hey, we could do a trap. I'm like, heck yeah, we could. Yeah. And then we went and got the, the corpse meat and, I think we used all poor Ariel didn't like that when we used Ollie, I think also as a part of the trap to lure it in. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, lo- uh, so uh, yeah, I think that's definitely a danger. I think um, again, uh, reading horror stories, I think another danger that a DM can fall into at DM NPCs is they like their player characters have that character they want to play. 
yeah. but they never can because they're the forever DM. So what do they do? They create a DM NPC that is that character, uh, which I don't think is the worst thing. Though I think where it becomes a danger is when they that character they created overshadows. Yes, yes, and yeah. that I think, I mean, without a doubt, I think that is the, um, that's where players and I think D, uh, DMs who are not a fan of DMPCs alike point the finger and go, you know, you 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 run everything else. Yeah. Let them have the characters. Right. And like I said, I I I completely agree with that. I I just don't think that a uh a more consistently manifested NPC, whether that's, you know, to what degree, let's call mm. them a DMPC, mm -hmm. um needs to fill a role in which they ever are the the guy who's doing the awesomest stuff in every scene. I mean, right. There should never really be a time. Now, again, I, I would highly stress that if you have created a DMPC and that DMPC does have a skill set. Yeah. That, again, it's the party's opportunity to use that skill set, to mm -hmm. use that DM, uh, DMPC as a tool right. for situations. There might be a situation where the party goes, you're just the guy for the job, mm -hmm. you know, DMPC, and cool, then that DMPC gets to shine. Right. But there may also be a, an opportunity where you as a as a DM go, wow, my DM PC has the exact skill set needed for this. And the party goes like, shit, how are we going to handle this? Okay, let's kick the door in and let's go do, the, the, you know, whatever. And and as a DM, you might be going like, really? I'm a rogue? There, there, there's, a, there's a guy right here who could yeah. But it's not your job mm -hmm. to, to, you know, to foist that into the yeah. into the foray uh, you know i don't think it's your job to create it is your job to create awesome challenges for the party that allow them to feel like heroes right that's the thing is when you create that dmvpc that overshadows you take the the players uh, not feeling powerful anymore that could be an interesting thing like if you want to 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 smack your pcs down a little bit like hey you think you're hot shit here's a level 12 you're level five this is to show you what you can uh get that would almost be more of an NPC than a DMPC. I, I definitely think that would not be something I would want to have traveling with them. No, it'd be cool if they reach level twelve and then he joins the party. Then they got to, and then he, you know, that'd be kind of fun. Right. There'd but. there'd be other opportunities, but definitely, I think I I think uh, the with regard to having a DMPC in the game space, um, the 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 primary roles I think that the DMPC serves mm -hmm. is one. I do think. They are a viable tool. Hopefully, you're not having to lean on it more than necessary, but a viable tool for modulating pace. Mm -hmm. um, and, and again, there are many tools that DMs have to use to modulate pace. Well, yeah, it's just one more, uh, you know, tool in your toolbox, right? Yeah, and I think that the DM PC is a far more subtle way of, you know, if a DM PC, like say, say the party goes. I think we should rest. It's you know, they're in the middle of a dungeon. I think I think we should take a long rest. And maybe they do need a long rest. Yeah. You you can just I mean a simple like you know, if you're if you're if your DMPC might be a little a little battered and bruised mm -hmm. too of just going like, you know, you sure you want to rest here like, you know, you could uh, whatever. You could still hear the sounds of things rummaging around in the dark. Yeah. You know. Uh it, again, that's it's never a position to go the DMPC takes a firm stand on this, and he says, "No, right. we're not resting." Obviously right. not. But uh, for for modulating pace, I actually think it's one of the best tools that you can have in the game for 
exploring aspects of the characters, aspects that might be very difficult to on just an interpersonal level. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's something that Reek ultimately did supremely well. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and I knew part of my manifestation of or part of my reason for having him manifest in the game mm -hmm. there's obviously many narrative and otherwise but a, an and, example and of to that to make us fall in love would, so you could kill him well i mean you shouldn't love so easily <laughs> it's, the, it's 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 the fault of the person who loves yeah you're right it's my fault for caring about your characters <laughs> i'm sorry it'll never happen again <laughs> but but so the, but the thing is is the the one of the one of the examples of kind of what i mean by exploring aspects of the party mm -hmm. in a way that they might not explore each other or themselves right uh that always harkens back is really early on as you guys were kind of coming to understand each other as mm -hmm. a group um you were sitting around having a conversation and reek coming from a very culturally different background uh in schultz was talking about uh kind of the rite of passage for mm -hmm. them uh, was the Dahim, which is the first life taking, the, the first thing. time that you kill someone, mm -hmm. um, which is you know again as a as a coming of age thing. Like right. there's some cultures that go like maybe you never do that, right? <laughs> but um, sure. But as it happens for adventurers, it's also kind of part of who you become. Mm -hmm. You're going to take lives, whether they be horrendous monsters or uh, I mean, in some cases not even that bad of people. I mean, mm -hmm. some people you can, we talked about in the villains episode, sometimes you can come to sympathize with people who are in, enacting, yeah. you know, in the world. And, and that whole conversation really brought to light, you know, how different oh, yeah. taking a life was for Kel, who was a soldier, who yeah. it was a career for a period of time. It was a, it was a Tuesday. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Compared to Aster, who was a child trying to survive in the right. moment. And, uh, and and actually, to some extent, similar to, to to Katarina's, no. and and how they all kind of that experience registered very differently, and it ended up being a really meaningful exchange. Most importantly, amidst the characters, like once kind of Reek had in, injected this into the conversation that was taking right. place, he can step. I mean, he doesn't need to have a monologue about. In fact, I don't think I, I don't think you guys even know what his dahim I was. Don't even remember his dahim, and because I don't think he said it. Oh. And and that's the thing is I think uh, that's one of the most useful. And now this is going to change from table to table depending on how character centric and backstory centric. And uh, but if you're playing a game where what the characters are experiencing internally is a major part of it, I think that's a huge lever that the DM PC provides is an opportunity to spark conversations right. that that may not be transpiring way to reflect if you will mm -hmm. on things that are happening in the world well i want to add on to the because i think one of the most and this might even be the rest of the conversation is just talking about this the because we talked about all the cons i think the biggest pro the dm npcs can do is they can fill holes in the party mechanically and, speaking absolutely but character wise too because oh. we were talking just now our our group is is getting lighter but when yeah, we anyone, started, who's, anyone who's joining us for the first uh, few episodes are, are going to go like, well, this seems pretty reasonably light. But no, we were no. dark. We'll, we'll get back there. Yeah, we'll back I know. There. It'll happen. It'll only be a matter of time. But um, for Reek to come in, he was the levity. He was the jokester. He was the one who got us laughing, which is something our, partly, our, partly, our party badly needed. Yeah. Uh, I think, and I think the, the great part is 
the DMPC can fill, and I, I, yeah, I think you you nailed it on the head. I, I immediately pivoted to mechanics in my right, head, which we can get to. Yeah, but I love. I mean, you, it could be the the total opposite. It could be a, a party of just pure shenanigans, and possibly, possibly you've been assigned this mm -hmm. part real part time DMPC from a king who, you know, he's got some money invested in you, and he needs to make sure you're on track. Right. Now all of a sudden you kind of know why this DMPC is here. He's kind mm -hmm. of the 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 paladin figure who's going like you know there are deeds to be done and we right, you right. know and and uh, and so there's yeah. you and I mean and everything in between. But there is some great opportunity once you come to know uh, from a temperament standpoint, from a personality standpoint, um, that that you can have some of that filler. Um, I, I, I I'm throwing it back to you, but don't yeah. let me forget. There's something probably to be said about the size of your table. That is another point I wanted to bring up. Um, but because I, I, I like throwing in like, oh, what you're talking about, this, is, this reminds me of a pop reference. Um, and that reminds me of Deadpool 2. Uh, man, I cannot speak English tonight. I am very sorry, <laughs> Internet. Deadpool 2. Because all the characters in there are funny, every character. And 2, though, he brings about Cable. And Cable is not. He yeah. does not. And he's constantly driving the plot forward right right but in his own right he's hilarious because yeah. everyone else is making dick jokes and it's just not landing yeah he's just totally deadpan yeah and, <laughs> and that's so that's a great example of that other end of the spectrum character right. and um and th that's the other thing too is obviously the the players at your table if you've got a if you've got a six person party you know six players yeah. the likelihood that you need yeah. to fill any gaps yeah both mechanically and is probably pretty low. Um, I'm trying to think, like, what... Okay, uh, continue your thought, and then I'll, I'll add mine. Yeah, well, so um, my only thinking is that it may also be a deal where DMPCs have always manifested in, in a positive way at our table because we are we run a small table. Mm -hmm. um, where, again, if we had even a fourth person, I would go... We might not. I, I, I'm... That's... That's one person that now, uh, one other person. I'm, I'm even those little moments where the DMPC pops in. Mm -hmm. That maybe, maybe it's maybe that's just a little. You know, there's enough light to go around when there's three players at the table. Um, like I said, I think it could be managed skillfully. I think you have eight players at the table, and you could skillfully manage a a respectable DMPC. Right. But I think it, it it's the the. Benefits garnered diminish with the more people you have at the table. That might be because uh, I was thinking a good way, a, maybe a rule of thumb is, all right, thinking objectively, when I add this DM NPC, is it going to have a positive influence or is it going to take away from the enjoyment of the table? Right. And from there you decide, okay, no, I think they could use a DM NPC. All right, well, how can I use them? Um, I was thinking in D&D of old, I mean, uh, you know, you're, you're this adventuring party. Usually, the DM was your squire who's carrying all your shit because it weighs so much. Right? Is that a DM NPC or is that is that an NPC? I'd say that's probably an NPC. If they, they, don't... they don't really battle, they're just literally yeah, a donkey. Yeah, and and <laughs> again, I I mean, obviously, they can they can steal the player's thunder in other ways other than combat and ways mm -hmm. you know. But I I think you know, I mean, it would be like me saying the bag of holding to some extent is a DM NPC. Yeah. Like it serves a very important role for the party. Right. Um, but ultimately, you know, if you're not checking now, now you could always have hirelings, you could have mercenaries, right. you could have these types of things for, but they're pretty explicitly combat entities. Right. Um, or, oh, I don't know. I just, also hilarious. Like, uh, if you have a squire, like squire, 
If you have a squire, man, Kelding's a squire. That just came to me. We need to have that happen. Uh, but like, I'm reminded of Mighty Python's Holy Grail. Oh yeah, you know, the squires. They don't really do anything, but they just crack jokes. They just like. Yeah, it, but that adds so much to the table. Right, right. And I think, too, I, I mean, the, uh, a, a, another slight pivot. I, I'll say Reek, I think, is actually the only NPC mm-hmm. I ever sat down with the intent of. They, are, they, they will very likely, like, if you guys hadn't opted to bring him along, mm-hmm. his fate was, per his his goddess, was kind of tied to you guys. Yeah. So you would have had a tail for a long period of time. I mean, you'd oh. just been, I mean, you wouldn't, you know, I might have you make perception checks intermittently right. and you'd see him skulking around. And with the hope that eventually you might even engage with him and and find some some reason. But you know, I mean he had he he had his motivations as an NPC yeah. of being a DM PC. Right. Now right. you guys could have fully, I mean I certainly I would not have made a situation which it went you guys now must have Reek on your team. There, no. no, but but certainly, you know, uh, narratively speaking, he would have he would have manifested as an NPC. Uh, you know, there would have been other opportunities for him to do I was that. About to say, as uh, the god in the universe, he probably could have set up a situation where he could have endeared himself to us, where we would want him. Like, oh shit, you got. Well, I'd say that probably is exactly what happened out the gate. I mean, yeah. but that was the hope. You know, but you guys could have gone like. Get get away from me, you filthy yeah. cat man. Um No, we like your deal. Though which this is what I hate. I don't even want to plant the seed. I don't want to plant it. Plant but, it. Okay. Plant it. How using a DM NPC that turns out later to be a villain. I think it's fantastic. I know you do, but I don't yeah. like planting that idea. But I think that'd be Yeah, I think I mean the the here's one of the greatest tools that the DM PC represents is the fact that it is a character that any any character that's going to spend a, a extensive amount of time with the party mm-hmm. is either going to become increasingly endearing or increasingly uh, despised. Yeah. Um, either way, like we talked about this with regard to uh, villains, mm-hmm. you know, it, you you need that time. Yeah, you have to re- develop a relationship. Whatever is going to happen with that character. Uh-huh. You have one of the best uh, entities in right. the game by their proximity to the group to build that relationship. Yeah. So whether they become a beloved friend or the BBEG, the BBEG, <laughs> and, and again, it's a BBEG that they can truly hate because they know all of the the nuances of this character. Right, they know, right. you know, they might know that this character is fundamentally good. Like, why are they doing this? This is, you right. know, what's uh, you know, so there's, yeah, there's, there's all sorts of, but. Reek was really the only one who I think I sat down when I was when when we were starting the campaign. And I went, you know, I think this is going to be kind of I, I kind of had machinations for Reek, but in our prior campaigns, both Huru and Thotham, yeah, I fully expected that to be a cr- crossing of paths, and then that was it. We latch onto your, we like your DM NPCs. Well, and and that's but technically they're not DM NPCs until they've been latched onto. Yeah, I guess. so uh, and and so you know, there's there's a bunch of them in the. Um, Hearthfire campaign. There, you were talking about a squire. He's their guide, but effectively, just totally, he's not a combat. When combat breaks out, he's, he's cowering. Cowering. Um, and but something that kind of cool that happened is the party was like, "Hey, this is do or die. Like, get your shit together. You're not just a you're not just a pack boy." They empowered him, 
and and he now he has this character arc where he's oh, that's cool. He's starting to become more brave, and and he's subsequently becoming more endearing. But I mean, again, I didn't really set out with him being a DMPC per se. Right. Um, it just through the sequence of events that happened, they wanted a guide through the. <laughs> Nut up or shut up. I mean, that was kind of, kind of what it was. But I think, I, I mean, I think the 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 thirty thousand foot view from the DM standpoint mm-hmm. is really, uh, I, again, I I would vouch for them any day if you are bringing them into the game in good faith, mm-hmm. where you're where you're, and, and even if like Reek, I could play a whole campaign as Reek. I love Reek. I mean, yeah, Reek I is very Reek. much a character. Like he would be on my list of. Uh, PCs. If I was mm. if I was a player, mm-hmm. um, and and I, I think there's no better reason. I mean, there's no reason to not bring those characters. That's what I was saying. Yeah, because uh, I wanted what I said earlier. Like, hey, if you had that PC, you've always wanted to play. That's fine as long as it's not overshadowing shadowing the other PCs. Right. And so I think that's the big one: is bring them into the game in good faith, mm-hmm. um, such that that again, the best way I think that it can be described is. They exist. They are in the scene. They're mm. in the periphery of the scene at all times. Mm-hmm. Like they're out of focus. No, you know, until a PC turns and the camera goes on focus, and they say, "Hey, you'd be great for this. Can you X Y Z?" And they mm-hmm. go, "I'll do my best." Right. And they and they go and do it. You have empowered the party to create a plan that involves that DMPC. Whether you're in exploration, whether you're in a social mm-hmm. uh, environment, whether you're in combat, but where the 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 PCs kind of kind of as a as a DM, obviously you're running that character, but from a decision making standpoint, they really should be extensions of the PCs' consciousness. Mm. Now there might be a few exceptions in which you're going to betray this because, say for instance, villain. they're actually a villain, right? Or say for instance. Uh, Say, for instance, a sequence of events is playing out in which, uh, well, we we hearken back to this room. This must be an important room. The pit, the pit uh, fiend, the yes. aspect of the pit fiend. Yeah, there was a point things were getting really, really bad. Mm-hmm. And I went, Reek right now kind of owes his life to these people as far yeah, as he's concerned. He, yeah, and I threw him onto the crystal right. as a means of trying to take. Back possession of the pit fiend, which subsequently rolled an eighteen and a twenty. I'll, I'll remember those two rolls because it was it was an unbelievable. I needed like a seventeen plus <laughs> on both rolls, and uh, so so he didn't. He you know he but so that's an example of where I mean no one asked him to do that, but I was just looking at the situation going, mm-hmm. I just can't see how he couldn't do this. Yeah, you know. but as a whole. And that was in the heat of a rapidly dissolving combat. That was bad. Um, but you know, certainly, I I don't think that that the DMPC is there to um, to collaborate on the course of action. Yeah. Um, and again, unless specifically asked, and even then, I think I would. There's all sorts of ways that you can deflect back to the party mm-hmm. to say. Basically, hey guys, you know I know what the, what's going on here. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm, you know, if it, again, and there's all sorts of ways. If it's not a particularly intelligent uh, DMPC, cool. Yeah, make that a barrier to their. <laughs> if they're not a, you know, whatever, yeah. whatever it is. But you know, there are situations I think where, and I think you just come to know as as a as a DM in the same way that 
how often would you totally with no characters in the scene lean in and go like, no, 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 you, you have to turn that clockwise for the puzzle. You have to turn that clockwise. Yeah. You would never do that. Hopefully you know? not. Or, or if a player went, hey, DM, is this how the puzzle works? You would never go, yep, no, 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 actually, hold on. You got to, you, you know, I mean, like, so don't let your DM PC. Or like, oh, there's only three ways in this temple. Which way do you want to go? Wait, yeah. do I explore it all? Or are you just telling me this? Yeah. Oh, and sorry, so, that's just... Uh, I, yeah. yeah, I definitely think that they they really are a mouthpiece for the DM. I mean, that, there's no no two ways about that. That's yeah. every yeah. every character that isn't a player in the game. Yeah, is you. But in the same way that you you want a living world in which every barkeep that you run into doesn't know, you know, hey hey barkeep, what do you know about religion? Well, where do you want me to start? And they just they know everything in you know right, the entire right. pantheon. In the every, beginning, the, there was a yeah. blonde above all. Anyway, and um. <laughs> and so you know, to, I think. You have to use that same level of discretion, arguably even more, yeah. if you're going to have a, a DMPC in, this, in in the in the mix. Um, again, I think they're great. For, yeah. As a thirty thousand foot, I think they're great. I think they really, you really, really need to use restraint uh, at, at virtually every turn. Yeah. Um, so we uh, we talked about character wise. We want to talk about how they feel mechanical, or is that kind of a given? Well, I think I think. If you're setting out to introduce a DMPC to fill a role, yeah, well then you then you know. I mean, right. like for instance, Reek was a rogue. We already had a rogue on the team. That wasn't, yeah, um, yeah. But we needed a damage dealer was also nice to have. So a, DP, a DPS, guy yeah, was nice. Yeah. So I, I guess I, I would be really interested in kind of mm. maybe this ties into into the character wrap up. Yeah, is we have always had I think really amicable DMPCs. Yep. Um, I, I like I said, I think in my head I. I know what I attribute that to, mm -hmm. but I would be curious to know from a player perspective, what like why has it never been an issue? Because I mean, you hear about you hear about all yeah. sorts of warnings of hey, don't do this, maybe think twice. You know, what from a player perspective, um, what's the what's the take for for why? I, I mean, I'm guessing if if push came to shove, should there be more DMPCs or no more? No, I I, I want another one. Uh, so, I don't. I don't know if I'd ever want more than one. No, uh, no, no. I just but, mean in future campaigns. Like, should ooh, I just do away? Dude, with I, I, I want one next session. Yeah. Um, so, so why? I guess that's a well. One nice thing uh, you've hit on pretty much is you are very clear on the DM NPCs role, and we've had enough of your DM NPCs that we understand how a DM NPC. God, that's hard to say. <laughs> DM NPC is different than NPCs or another PC. Yeah. Uh, so. Because we've had that experience, um, I don't know if I need to go into the differences between DM NPCs and NPCs and P PCs. No, I mean I think I think you outlined the yeah. that, you delineated that pretty well right but out of the gate. The reason why I enjoy it is we obviously we have a freaking podcast where we talk for ridiculous amounts of time. We get along really well. I enjoy riffing with you. Yep. And I can riff with you at the table in a very organic and continual way where we can build a relationship through our characters. Like, I'm struggling to think of a DM NPC that my characters did not get along really well with. Right. No, absolutely. And I mean, then that might be an interesting thing for us to explore. But, like, yeah, it's 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 an opportunity for us to to, to just have fun at the table. Yeah. Yeah, and I think you there, there's plenty of times where we're out of out of character, out of game, kind of right at the table. Mm -hmm. And anyone who starts tuning in for Rankish Rovers will see, as a table, you need to tune in. By the way, <laughs> as a table, we'll we'll riff off you know 
Oh yeah. Outside of the bubble, everyone will step out for a moment. Yeah. And 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 riff. But I do think it's a it's a special thing to be able to have a character in mm -hmm. game, and you and that also really hits on the notion of being able to have certain interactions in character that you might otherwise have to step out to engage with the DM on. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. yeah. You mean like asking for advice on lore kind of thing or like, well, certainly, you know, lore related stuff. I mean, it could even just be, a, a you know, virtually anything that you might turn to the, to the DM and say, Hey DM, you know, clearly out of character, blah, blah, blah. What's here's my question. I think if you ran that question through and said, can I phrase this in character? And can I ask the DM Ooh. DMPC? And if it's a reasonable question, again, it's it's certainly, I think, more interesting yeah. to have a DMPC in the first person mm -hmm. explain how beautiful this countryside was when he was a child that you're walking through now and it's a barren, you right. know, charred earth um, than to go like, hey, DMPC, didn't we read something about this place? Wasn't it? Or I'm sorry, hey, DM, mm -hmm. didn't we, you know, didn't we read? And I go, yeah, 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 you guys, you remember you found that, uh, you found that uh, old old uh book of nursery rhymes from this part of the world and remember it had all that, that whatever it is yeah yeah you know? yeah yeah um that so yeah. so i again the the onius again and i think this is important is still on the players and it's sure certainly they might still want to step out and have a conversation with the dm mm -hmm. but i think it's just one more tool at their disposal right. of saying i can do a lot more in game i can get the same information i might I might yeah. want. I might have to step out of character to acquire, right. but I can do it from this this other character. Now again, like Reek, who came from Cholt, who was the most yeah. culturally removed character. Okay, we never use Reek in that no, way. No, not in that capacity. But for instance, let's say you came up against something you knew that he was probably the go-to lockpick. Oh uh, yeah, but we team. use like I think a lot of DM NPCs as uh, I I think the game is this way as chess pieces. So That's like, a great way of thinking about it. Yeah, yeah. so I'm like, okay, especially because Kel and Reek had such a strong relationship. Thanks for killing him again, by the way. Oh, no problem. That uh, that I we had our we had strategies built up upon each other where my weakness became his strength and my his weaknesses became my strength. Right, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. So I yeah I mean I I think that uh, I think for all of the naysayers out there that. Uh, it is dangerous waters, and I can understand why it is. Uh, absolutely, and I, and I, the thing is, is I think that uh, I think players have a much greater right in this space to go. I do, I really don't want this in my game, mm -hmm. because if you have sat at a table with a DM who was insistent on being both a DM and a player, then I can absolutely see why. You know, so yeah, if you guys, especially if you've had a bad experience, you're like, I don't, no, we're not even trying this. This yeah. totally destroyed. A game for me that I spent months on. No, we're yeah. not even doing it. Yeah, I mean, you know, and it wouldn't even take a lot of. I mean, you wouldn't have to be quote unquote malevolent with your DMPC. You could, I mean, even if it's just your DMPC's turn comes around and you land that big killing, you roll a crit and land that big killing blow on the monsters, on the monster everyone's the been away. been you know grinding uh, through. You know, maybe part of your role is to be a combatant. But frankly, I think I it, it, again, this would be a situation where I might look at that and I might go, okay, well, Rick just rolled really well. He's going to kill this thing, but two more rovers are going right after him. Like I might, that might be a, one of the examples where I would, I might fudge. I'll go boom. He's down to one hit point. The enemy's down to one. You know, uh, it's yeah. it, it's a way of me again stepping sidestepping the limelight with yeah. a with a 
And like I said, when it's a big skirmish and there's, you know, there's 15 guys, that. cool, everyone's getting yeah. kills left and right. But when it's the this yeah. big boss, having having the the an NPC effectively get the kill really is kind of takes the That's wind out of the Yeah, sales. yeah, I never would have thought of it like that. Yeah, yeah. So but, it's just a, another consideration. I, I don't fault anyone for having trepidation yeah. about sitting down at a table where a DM's bringing one in. But I think if the, the DM is a, if he goes through the steps, why am I adding a DM NPC? Oh, it's because I have a sweet character. I want to see him flourish in this world. That might not. That might be yeah. a warning sign so that this is. Uh, or, or is it? Hey, I have a cool character concept. That I think would be really interesting with the party to interact with and in the world that I've created. That's a good sign. Like, yeah. hey, it might be kind of fun. And uh, another thing too is, I mean, I don't think there's any any issue with uh, with hamstringing a DM PC. Like, mm. you know, they, they might be an entire level behind the party. So they're, I mean, they're contributing, but they're, they're I, I wouldn't even well, walk with I, them. I know, I know that you would have an issue with that. I may just not <laughs> tell you that they're yeah. actually, but, but, What's no, your HP? <laughs> but no, I, so again, I think the, the long and short of it is, I think, uh, I absolutely think if you've never run a DM PC, mm-hmm. um, for starters, I wouldn't set out to put a DM PC in the game. Let the maybe let the characters find someone. I would, and yeah, then... have have exciting NPCs, which I think every every DM wants to do. Maybe that's where you start with, and then and oh, and yeah, and again, yeah. then the 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 control is in the party's hands. Mm-hmm. If they attach to someone mm-hmm. who and they go like, "Hey, do you you know we're heading this way? Do you want to come right. with us?" Well, I mean, what are you gonna like? You could go. Well, no, actually, I gotta. And they're like, "Well, you just said you're going there. Like, we're going there too. Like, why 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 won't you yeah, travel yeah, with yeah. us?" Again, you can have all sorts of reasons to sidestep that. Right, right. But sometimes there is an invitation, and I mean, it could be for two sessions that they travel with them. But you might find that your players actually get a taste for having that that, it's that entity. Gateway drug, with. right? It's a it's the it's a gateway. Uh, you laced a little bit of M- DM NPC a, into your NPC, and all of a sudden they're hooked. Uh, now they're hooked. <laughs> they're itching for more. <laughs> Pretty soon, I won't even need players at the table. I'm just gonna sit there with all my DM PCs doing awesome things in the world. <laughs> That's the takeaway from this right. episode, all you DMs out there. That's the goal I think every DM has. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, it's like yes. how how much longer are they going to keep coming back for this? Because <laughs> at some point they're going to throw in the towel. Um, <laughs> no, no. I think I, again. I I, I think uh, any any last words? Nah, man. I th- I think we covered a really good job from the player side. If your DM introduces a DM NPC, uh, see how he can interact. It's a different thing. Uh, don't try to like grill the dm pc like because you know it has access to the dm's knowledge right treat it like an organic thing but at the same time the table revolves around the pcs the dm pc should be adding to it not taking over or making a negative thing to the table yeah absolutely i think uh i think that pretty much hits it on the head Uh, anything for you that you uh, have you want to wrap ups um, I don't think so. I think that's pretty much okay. it. Uh, if you guys have been enjoying the content here at Split Screen D&D or across Modern Myths channel uh, as a whole, um, we'll we'll say it for the second time. We would love it if you guys dropped us that comment. We've actually been seeing some awesome activity in the comments. Yes, it's been fun. And, uh, we, subject we, ideas. We love subject yeah, ideas. We love you guys reaching out and engaging with us. So keep those coming. Ring that little bell. Mm-hmm. Hit that thumbs up. Smash that subscribe. Uh, beyond that, um, what's a what's a real DM PC way we can take this thing out? Oh, all right. Ooh, do you have a character built up that you're like, man, I would love to play that character. You already have the personality. You already have the backstory worked out. 
Do you have anyone like that? Do I have one right now? Yeah. No, I'm I'm a I'm a lowly DM. I don't. You know, you, you don't, don't have like a character you've always wanted to play. I don't, well, he he recently passed. Can you can you <laughs> say the world is yours just for one last time to hear his voice? <laughs> you sort of as, a, as the reekster. As reek. Shalar, my friends. It is with a heavy heart that I tell you this day. <laughs> The world is yours. <laughs> you son of a bitch, why'd you kill him? <laughs>